0: On The Garden Show with Charlie Dobbin, exclusively on Zoomer Radio.
1: And uh, good morning, one and all, from the sous chef of the garden, Frank Yes, Roger. indeed. Nice good morning, Franklin. You. Yes. And we see a light at the end of the tunnel, and it's not a train. It is spring. <laughs> Well, I mean, it is double digits today. Yeah. That's hopefully, huge. Hopefully, yeah. Although, I got up and headed out to the car, uh, and oh, my God. It was still cold. It was well, like three below. I know. But
2: you get up at three in the morning.
1: Uh, no. 6.30. Of course, 7, actually. Still well.
2: dark. But, yeah. Holy cow. I know. But what a difference oh, a week man, makes. Oh, man.
1: Oh, man. Oh, man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Isn't it going to be gorgeous? It is. With uh, temps in the, as you say, double digits.
2: And sunshine.
1: Well, that all bodes well for those who are into gardening, right? That's right. Correct. And that's what this show is, The Garden Show with mm-hmm. Charlie Dobbin, Master and Gardener. And the you wanna, Chef, Franklin yes. Proctor. Well, thank you very much. Uh, let's get those phone numbers on the air for those uh, wanting to call in with a question or a comment. We like comments, too. Uh, in Toronto, 416-360-0740. Anywhere else in the province, toll free, one 866 Our little mantra for the show is call early, call often. One question per call. (laughs) You can always call back, okay? And then if you're a first-time caller, let Sebastian know, our operator, and then he'll let me know. And then when you come to air... You get that. Your garden wings. And if, you don't, yeah.
2: if, if Frank's not too vigorous with that, you know, shaking of the bell, your ears will survive. <laughs> yes, exactly. And I the wings that. are good. You never know when you yeah. might need wings in the garden. So, what do you got on tap? Well, What's a f- going on a few updates. Mm-hmm. Um, remember last week when we were here and the snow and the oh, ice and the wind yeah, was all yeah. swirling around us, I had mentioned that I had some upcoming speaking engagements. One was for last Saturday. The other was for last Monday night. Saturdays mm-hmm. was in Barrie. Monday nights was in Port Hope, and neither of them happened. I didn't make it to either of them. And uh, a good
1: thing, too, really.
2: I well, Yes, I think. And I did have an awful lot to do at home as well, because we were getting to the end of the, the teaching semester, so I'm frantically marking, you know, final <laughs> assignments yeah. and making up final exams and all that sort of stuff. So, yes, I've been super busy with that. So, just that was my update. The Berry Seminar Spring Seminar did go on, because it started early in the morning. I just failed to show up as the midday speaker. The Port Hope protocol. Cultural Society entire meeting mm-hmm. was postponed due to the poor weather. Um, well, tomorrow I've got something else going on, and I should be at this one because the weather is in mm-hmm. our favor. I'm joining the eighth annual Hosta Forum at the Glen Cairn Golf Club, which is nine eight zero seven Regional Road twenty five in Halton Hills. Mm-hmm. It is an all day Hosta event. I'm on stage at twelve forty five, speaking about gardening and a in a changing climate. Mm-hmm. A lot's going on with other speakers, auctions, prizes, food, etc. If you are interested in attending that, do um, – do I still have it? I was going to say you do. There's, you have to register in advance. There's no tickets available at the door. So just Google annual hosta forum, and you should come up with uh, the, the page that uh, will tell you how to get a hold of the people to buy a ticket in advance. All right. Uh, here's something special going on. If you haven't already bought all your seeds – One of our sponsors, Stokes Seeds, has a sale on now. It's 20% discount on all in-stock seeds in their retail store. Mm -hmm. That's at 296 Collier Road South in Thorold. That's your old stomping grounds. Well, next door to St. Catharines. Yeah, outside St. Catharines. So if you haven't purchased all the seeds you need, get into the store and and pick up what you need. What else? Oh, you know, well, okay, so this is a sweet one that crossed my desk. It's not really got anything to do with gardening other than the fact that there are some paintings of flowers. But there's an art show going on at the Laurier Gallery. This right here in Liberty Village, so 113 Jefferson Avenue. This show opens on Sunday, May 6th, so two weeks from tomorrow. Okay. But I think this is certainly worth putting on your calendar. It will continue daily right through until May the 13th. Mm-hmm. So it's a one-week show. It's called Pencil, Pen, Brush, and Bead. And it is a collaborative um, no, I'm just going to say collaboration. It's a, it's a group of women, uh, all of whom are seniors, all are Zoomers, actually. Mm-hmm. Um, and they, they they call themselves the Colored Pencil and Watercolor Club. It's a Toronto-based group of eight artists. They meet monthly. They work on all different illustrations and paintings, all different backgrounds, but share... Different
1: medium. Uh, well,
2: I, I guess pencils, like yeah. as it says here, pencil, pen, brush, and bead. Oh, right, so you okay. will see yeah. some different media mm-hmm. for sure. Um, but what brings them together, they're all very diverse backgrounds. But what brings them together is a common love of art and nature, and uh, they are. It's all about be a motivational exercise, encouraging them to thrive creatively. Mm-hmm. Now, these women, some of them are in their nineties. Oh, God
1: bless them! Huh? I know, and yeah. it's
2: it's lovely. Just that idea of you know, challenging yeah. yourself to continue to thrive creatively is lovely. I, I, so I think what, the what's sounds, the
1: addressing answer? It's
2: on one the... one three Jefferson Avenue. So okay. it's just somewhere right around the corner from here, Laurier Gallery, and uh, it is a nonprofit. So they're looking for all kinds of support. That if anybody can do any supporting of them
1: excellent okay all right well uh we have support out there uh, in fact we have two first-time callers waiting to talk to you ever so patiently so we'll get to those folks in just moments here in the garden show as we broadcast live from the zoomerplex in liberty village and we are of course uh, am 740 and 96.7 fm in downtown toronto
0: Fur and feathers and bugs of all size. There's more going on in the garden than you realize. Should small creatures become a big problem, then you've got The Garden Show with Charlie Dobbin. Exclusively on Zoomer Radio.
1: Oh, Charlie, I'm glad I had my Wheaties this morning before heading out because uh, I'm going to be very busy with this bell. Good, this a workout. Our first three callers are all first-time callers. Lovely. Let's, first time around here... We- Hey, that's for Timothy in T.O. Hiya, heard, Timothy. I heard that. <laughs> well, good
3: <laughs> morning. good, good morning. morning. Good morning. Good morning, good morning. I bought a, a plant in the store last year uh, in a pot, uh-huh. and it's got one big long stem uh, stalk or whatever you call it coming straight up like an iris, you know? Uh-huh. And it blossomed last month. It gave me five bell flowers. Okay. Now, I cut those bell flowers off when they died, you know, snipped them. Mm-hmm. Now, on that long stalk, After I cut that, little stalks are coming off from the top, and they have bulbs on the end of them, big green bulbs. (laughs) What do I do with those? Is those something that I cut off and replant?
2: Oh, okay so they look like bulbs but they're not they're likely seed pods okay. okay and I don't believe it's an iris that you've got I have a feeling that what you have is something called an amaryllis
3: yes yes I th- I forgot the name it's nice orange pink uh, yeah. beautiful
2: yeah so what's um so it is a bulb that it grows from and you can yes. see that bulb in the pot Yes. and it's great that you've got the flowers now you've got to let the leaves grow and don't be cutting off any leaves okay there's they're, no leaves on it they're kind of come though so you keep that plant in a sunny location and allow the leaves to grow, water only when it's dry, yes. which, you know, it usually might be once a week or thereabouts, yeah. uh, but don't overwater it because it'll, you'll rot the bulb if it, you know, keep That's it too correct. wet. Um, in terms of what you see hanging up where the flower was... Yeah. Are little seed pods, so you okay. can just let them ripen on the plant and okay. allow them, just like they would in nature, to drop down to the soil. Okay, it will take years and years and years for the, to ever get flowers from those little seeds because okay. they do have to reach a certain level of maturity before they'll flower. Okay. But they will give you little tiny plants, which you you know some people love, just that idea yeah. of propagating and getting more of what they love. Okay, so well, will I get more flowers from that stock then? Not this year. uh, Unless you see another flower stem coming. Sometimes they'll send up two different stems. Uh, Yeah, I got five out of that one stem. Sure. Yeah, five flowers on the stem. (laughs) And you could get another one as well, another stem with five more flowers, or not. You'll get leaves, one or the other. So just time will tell. It's just a question of how much energy was in that bulb. It's in the sunroom. It gets a little sun. It don't get too much. Okay. It's fine and lots of sun. Sounds good. Yeah. Okay. Well,
3: I thank you very much and have a good weekend. the uh, same you're
2: very view. welcome. Happy spring, happy spring <laughs> and happy Earth Day tomorrow. Yeah. Oh yeah, that's, that's right. right. That's yeah. right.
1: Good stuff. Now, uh, is it uh, Claude or Claude in uh, Rexdale? We'll find out. Here we are, first time caller. Oh, <laughs> hello and welcome to yeah. the show.
4: welcome. Yes, good morning. morning. Good morning. It's Claude.
1: Okay, Claude. Very good. And uh,
4: the reason I'm calling is because I planted some hot pepper seeds. Mm -hmm. Now I'm having a hard time. This is about three weeks ago Mm -hmm. and they are, I believe they're the thigh, the long red one. They become red, Mm -hmm. of course, later on. Mm -hmm. But I'm having a hard time. Is it maybe because it takes longer for the seed? I mean I did what a friend of mine told me to do. I just put the seeds in the, uh, you know, like the uh, sod, uh, the grown uh, kind of uh, earth. Mm -hmm you know, like uh, feeding, mm-hmm. and uh, th- that's what I did. But, uh, you know, I'm watering it. I'm keeping it moist, mm-hmm. but nothing has been coming out.
2: Okay, so yes, you should see some germination from pepper seeds at 7, 10, 12 days after planting the seeds. So if it's been three whole weeks and you haven't seen anything come up, time to start no. again. So here's yeah. what I suggest, just kind of the basics of starting any seeds. You're right, you do need a seeding mix or something called a germination mix, which you buy I at the store. So it's I a so- Yeah, it's a soilless mix, it's peat-based, uh, it's very fine, um, fine. Uh, particle size and you mo- it'll come dry in the bag. So yep. before we do any planting with that mix we moisten it so we get it so that it's uh, kind of the consistency of what would be like a, a, a a squeezed out sponge, so uh-huh. it's not soggy, but it's quite dampish. moist. Yeah, yeah, it's even more than dampish. It's mm-hmm. damp, but not okay. dripping. Yeah. Then we fill our little containers. So depending on what you're planting your seeds into, sometimes people use old egg cartons. Sometimes people use actual little, um, you know, uh, cell packs. Oh, um. uh, I, I I bought the stuff there at uh, Lowe's. So okay, so you bought some little stuff, starter yeah. kit of some kind. So, yeah. So you, so you loosely pack this moist soilless makes into your growing chambers, then you open up your seeds, and of course, it'll tell you on the package how deep to plant the seeds. Uh, pe- generally speaking, peppers are it seems to be planted about what would be, oh, uh, an eighth of an inch to a quarter of an inch below the level the soil level, and okay. so you'll have filled to that point. You'll put two seeds per planting cell or soil you know cell pack. Then you'll sprinkle some of the more soil on top to the right depth. Yeah, but and you water what, it. Yeah. Yeah, but when you water, you don't water with a watering can because you can wash the seed all over the place. You get it alone with a
4: spray gun, yeah,
2: with a spray bottle. Spray bottle, thoroughly moistening again, getting that good seed soil contact. Then mm-hmm. you cover. Now you can cover with a hood if your <clears throat> kit came with a hood, plastic wrap, anything just over top to keep that moisture in. And the most important thing of all this is you provide some heat from the bottom. Yes. You will always have better germination if you can put your seeds in a place where there will be a warmer... Like a top of the
1: refrigerator,
4: possibly? Yeah. I, hey. yeah. I've never, I, I didn't buy the seeds. Mm-hmm. These seeds were given to me mm-hmm. through a friend. Mm-hmm. They, they are the long... Dry seeds mm-hmm. should I add putting them on water first, like mm-hmm. someone had mentioned
2: sometimes seeds will benefit from being a, a being soaked uh overnight or for an hour or okay. two before planting, Sorry. generally peppers do not require that, but what you will find is they do love that heat from below, so oh. whether it's the top of the fridge or a very low uh setting oh. on a heating pad, something like that, and you I have sh- a solarium I have a solarium, so I keep the heat in there, okay, but w- no. But yeah, so the heat is up, but that's the air temperature. I'm talking about heat from below, like a tabletop yeah. temperature. Oh, okay. um, see, the the air temperature being high just it contributes to the evaporation of the moisture. But yeah, it's so that- I
4: guess. So I guess I must start all over again, right?
2: Uh, well, I mean, you've got something happening there. I mean, you can sort of tuck it in the corner and you never know. I mean, if these are seeds you got from somebody else, they might just be a little delayed in their, in their ability to grow. But at the same time, pepper seeds aren't usually that hard to grow. So I would start again because now is a good time to get pepper started.
1: Okay. All right. Thank you very kindly. Have hey, a great lot, day. Yeah, and no, join us again here. Feel
2: free to report back and let us know how that goes.
1: Absolutely. All right. Thank okay. you. Yeah, have a great weekend. We're going to get some nice nice weather. Um, let me check those phone lines uh, one more time here. 416-360-0740 in the Toronto area and anywhere in the province it's toll free 1-866-740-4740. We'll go back to the phone lines uh, head out to Port Perry to say, had a Norm first-time caller. In just a moment, we have to take a little bit of a break here on The Garden Show.
3: Daffodils and daisies, bluebells and begonias, forsythia and foxgloves, marigolds, magnolia, lavender and lupins, dahlias, delphiniums, stalks, fox, hollyhocks, tulips and williams.
0: You've picked the right place for everything floral. This is The Garden Show with Charlie Dobbin,
1: exclusively on Zoomer Radio. Right, Charlie. Let's get back at it here. And uh, hey, in Port Perry, there's Norm, mm. first-time caller. Oh,
2: there we go. Hey, Welcome. There you go, Norm.
1: Good morning, morning uh, Charlie and Frank. Morning. Uh,
5: my uh, my problem is a uh, sm- uh, my smoke bush uh, mm. never
4: lost its leaves last fall. Uh. and i was just wondering if the tree might be dead.
2: Oh, it's so interesting that you're calling because I got a couple of emails, and I've certainly been hearing this from many people over the last few months. Oh. We had a very odd autumn last fall, and uh, between the we had like it started kind of normal in September, but then all of a sudden it got really, really warm in October. Plus, we had yep. lots and lots of rain, and many of the deciduous trees and shrubs that normally drop their leaves did not. So we I have see. birch with leaves on them, lots of maples, all the Japanese maples, as you suggest, the smoke bush, uh, dogwoods. It was all kinds of shrubs and trees that held and still are holding brown, wizened-up leaves. So it's pretty
4: widespread, then, eh?
2: Yeah, absolutely. And it's very much, I believe, and I've talked to a bunch of different sort of foresters and arborists on this subject over the winter, that it was very much connected to the kind of weather we were having. It's very unusual weather last fall. Remember, we didn't even have any fall color. That's That's right, yeah. The the normal colors didn't happen because we didn't get the cold snaps at night. It was so mild. It just stayed mild. So the leaves... So a lot of physiological things that normally happen happened didn't happen so that's why the leaves are hanging on I believe, and I put money on this, that all those trees and shrubs are alive. As okay. the new growth starts to come, the old shriveled leaves will fall off. Uh, you, can yes. you can
1: take that to the D- bank. You can take that to the bank, because I know how she she hates to lose money. That's right. oh my god, yeah,
2: yeah, it's true. I don't put money out uh, just easily, you know. Uh, but but you think about oak. it: the oak trees always do this. Oak trees always hold their leaves over the winter, and slowly they drop in the spring as the new leaves come out. So to beach, the beech, the beech trees, mm-hmm. typically. Hold their leaves as well. So, all we're doing is we're seeing this happen in a lot of of genus or genera instead of just the few that we're used to. So, no worries, basically. Don't worry. Don't worry.
5: uh, That's uh, good to know. Okay. (laughs) Uh, Thank you very much. I enjoy your show.
2: Thank you very much for your call.
1: Okay. Have a great weekend. And uh, out to uh, West Lorne now. There's Sharon. Good morning, Sharon. Uh,
2: good morning. Good morning, Charlie. Good morning,
5: Frank. Nice that we're getting spring,
2: yeah. I hope. You bet. Nice I to hope. see that blue Anyway, what sky.
5: I'm calling for is, um, last year I had... Um, Oh, hyacinths that I was going to plant in the fall. Well, I didn't get them planted in the fall, and all over the winter I didn't get them planted, of course, with the snow and carryings on. And um, I was wondering, uh, the ones that I've got in the ground right now, they're up about maybe two inches or whatever, and they're just budding, like, down mm-hmm. in, in the leaves and whatever. Mm-hmm. Can I plant these other ones now? I mean, I know they're going to be later on coming up, but can I plant them now so that they will come up and I don't know whether they'll bloom or not, but be there and that for next fall? And then and then come up next spring again.
2: Okay, so tell me something. Have you checked on the bulbs that you are? Oh yeah, yes, yes I, I have, and I, they're they're okay. Like I mean, they're firm. They're firm and, and they're still solid. There's yeah, good heft. Yeah. Oh, okay. So uh, if the ground is workable in the area where you'd like to plant them, yes, well, it is. It's, I it's, it's, would get them into the ground today if you can. Yes. Okay. Keep in mind that they're very unlikely to bloom this spring.
5: Well, I know, I know. But, but if I could just get them in the yeah, ground, still yeah. so the they wouldn't go
2: soft before that's right fall yeah so things. that's the trick is to, you're going to get them in the ground you're just going to hope that they don't there is a possibility the ground is very cold right now yeah and when yes. we plant them in the fall the war, the soil is very warm <laughs> and as soon as we plant them in the fall they start to put roots down and then they hunker down for winter well
5: this these this bed that I've got is right at the front in the in the uh, at the house in a south <clears throat> a south area yeah so it's, it's going to be a little warmer too, there so, yeah so it, just, everything is coming gradually but.
2: Yeah, so get them in the ground as soon as you can. Expect some green leaves at some point later this spring. Yeah. Ignore them. Let them just grow. Let them turn yellow. Let them disappear. And then next spring, look to see, to see if, if they come up, survive in, and come up. If you do get leaves from them this spring and summer, then you're very likely to see uh, flowers next spring. Yeah okay That's fine thank you very much You're you welcome. have a good weekend thank you Okay. enjoy the warm weather
1: yes, yes thank
2: you don't get sunburned
1: well oh, oh, really Lord. yeah you
2: know, yeah but you know i was it just yesterday the day before yesterday i was upstairs doing something because my office is in the basement yeah. so there's no windows i you know who knows what's You're going in the on dungeon. Yeah. truly and I, I was upstairs i was like Wow, this is so crazy! I could see some blue sky. I was like, yeah. I haven't what seen what is that? What is that? What's that bright light coming yeah. in the windows? It was like shocking. As how long has it been since no. we had sun? And well, how, how warm it is it going to get
1: today? Not, no, no, double 10, digits, 10, 11, 12 I like, guess depending where you are, let's right? Keep, let's keep hoping.
2: Well, here we're yeah. so close to the lake; it's always yeah. going to be cooler. Where I am and moderate. where you are up north, yeah. Escarpment area, it'll be much warmer. Yeah. Than oh, here. good. Yeah. Well, righty. Yeah. Yes, one of the advantages to being far from the lake
1: at right. this time of year. Now, what the area where they used to grow a lot of tobacco, Tilsonburg. Uh-huh, that's yes. where Warner is calling from mm-hmm. right now. Hi, Warner. Good morning. Good morning, Sue,
6: Schiff and Charlie. Good morning. How are you?
2: Excellent. Great. How are you?
6: <clears throat> Fine, thanks. Good. I have an aloe vera plant uh-huh. that
2: has. Uh,
6: it looks really healthy. It's got fifteen-inch leaves on it, mm. but it's got three offsprings. Oh yeah, mm. and they're about four inches high. Mm-hmm. And it's in a pot that is eight inches wide, a gray pot, mm-hmm. and eight inches deep. Right? How do I separate them? Uh,
2: the <clears throat> best way to be to sort of guarantee success would be to take the entire. It's like a what we would call that. It's the mother plant and three daughters. So yes. they're little little baby plants that have I don't sprouted. know that
6: the daughters. I thought they were boys.
2: No, they're <laughs> daughters. Oh, okay. <laughs> mother plants don't have sons, trust me. They only have daughters. I'm kidding. They could be sons, but they're more likely daughters, because, you know, that's just the way it works in the plant world. So, lay the whole pot on its side, slide the whole root ball out, uh, so there's mom and babies attached, and with a sharp knife you would sever the babies from the mother, ensuring that you've got that little four-inch leaf cluster plus some root attached. And now you get even tinier little clay pots, you know, one inch two inch pots and you take those little babies and you pot them up individually into little pots to grow them up so that they're big enough to go into bigger pots eventually uh-huh. or leave it alone and let it just be a, a little cluster of plants in the pot just depends what what you like the look of And what kind of soil would I use? a very well-drained soil. Is so it potting soil? It is a potting soil. It's typically a soilless mix that we use in our pots these days. If you are in um, shopping for this uh, and you're in a garden center or a, a co-op or whatever, you may find that there'll be a soilless mix that's designed specifically for cacti or succulents uh, and it'll just be that much better drained. Uh-huh. Or, if you ask,
1: uh, they'll, they'll certainly point to, you in the yeah, right direction.
2: Yeah, if they have no. that in stock. If they don't... If it's just a regular uh, potting soil that you're getting. Consider adding some sand to it, because sand will contribute to better. To really, you want the best drainage possible when it comes to the aloe vera's and any of the succulents in the cactus. A
6: little bit of sand, eh?
2: Yep, yep. That'll just speed so up the drainage. So dump
6: them out and then separate them. Yep. With a sharp knife, you yep. hit the right guy. I'm a meat cutter.
2: There oh you go. well, there you we got sharp knives. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> now you're gonna be a plant cutter. Yeah. <laughs> All right. And cool. You'll need some little pots to put those little babies into. Okay. Okay.
6: Thanks, Warner. Thank you very much. Have a nice weekend. Thank you. Betcha. you. Thanks for calling. And
1: you brought up the uh, daughters in mind. I, yes. I, can I just quickly say hi to my brand-new daughter, brand new Tasha, who <laughs> is call, who is uh, listening in from Sarnia nice. for the first time, I think, this morning? No, wasn't she yeah. listening last week, too? But, uh, no, I don't. Thank you. Uh, I don't think so. Okay. Uh, she Hi, she Was Tasha. later on in the afternoon. Uh, yeah. But we're, she had been told we've been having a great time.
2: That's just good. a great time. Brand new. I know. I love it. Well, Never a dull moment with oh Frank Proctor. Oh my Every lord! Every it. week yeah. it's a new piece of <laughs> a new story to oh, add to the my. chronicles, the Proctor the Chronicles. Chronicles. My gosh. Yeah. Mm. Mm. I like that. Yeah, I, mean, I think we might just you, go with that yeah, somewhere. Okay, all right. <laughs> Maybe we'll write a play. We could do a screenplay. Oh. There you go. Theater. You love theater. Yeah. You can play every part, actually. Do a music. <laughs> because <laughs> you're very well, good at
1: that. Some of those dresses might be a little tight. That's anyway, okay. We can yeah. get them adjusted. All right. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Lord. We've, we've now gone off the rails. Uh, Marcia and Angus, <laughs> thanks for uh, hanging by through all of that. Good morning and welcome.
7: Good morning. How are you?
1: Good. Excellent.
2: You.
7: Good, good. The reason I'm calling is I bought some um, of, uh, packages of um, Dahlia's. Yes. And um, I kept them covered and I happened to show them to my friend and I've got 4
2: inch growth <laughs> On both of them. Well, you get them out of that package and get them in a pot right oh, now. Okay. <laughs>
5: that's what I was wondering. Yeah. Could I be yeah, potting
2: be- them up? Yeah. You better get them going. And and you do always want to get your, your dahlias going before the season starts because okay. you want flowers. If okay, you wait so- to put your dahlias straight out into the ground, and you know certainly that's going to be June or July, the way things are going. I'm mm. joking. It'll be June, though. Uh, <laughs> it's just going to prolong the the flowering. Okay. So if you can get them started in pots, in Inside in a good potting mix, okay. then you're ready to go. They'll have nicely le- and get them in a sunny spot, of course. Mm-hmm. You'll have some nice good growth on them when it's time to put them outside.
7: Okay. Okay. Yep. Well, we still got snow up here, so I bet oh, you do.
1: Bet you, yeah, <laughs> so we, so do we all do actually, just in, just in the Newmarket area of sake, <laughs> Yeah.
2: Yeah, So, but grab that sunshine, because that, you know, sun pouring in the windows, the the dahlias mm-hmm. are going to really respond to that. Yes. yes. Okay.
8: Well, thank you very much,
7: yeah. and I do enjoy your show.
2: Thank you. Thank you, Marcia.
1: Thanks.
2: Alrighty, you take care.
1: And thank you for joining Angus. us. So, uh, Angus, Angus is up like Shelburne well, area, I think. Is yeah, it, like, I'm, I'm thinking in my area? mind, kitchener Waterloo area. Oh, I think.
2: Should ask asked Yeah,
1: I she probably know. knows uh, where I Angus know. is. <laughs> now look, it. We're going on a real trip here up to Orangeville for ah, gosh sakes. Yes. There's Carla. Good morning, Carla.
2: Good
9: morning. Hello. Good morning. Good morning, Charlie. Good morning, Frank. How are you? Um, I have a question. Uh, uh, I I have an area with a lot of plants that overwinter, uh, a lot of annuals not our zone, mm-hmm. um, I can give you the name. Um, all these plants mm-hmm. are infested with aphids and whitefly.
2: Mm-hmm. When
9: I got back to the area, um, I sprayed them with whitefly, I think it's called protector, mm-hmm. and a stronger product for the aphids. mm mm-hmm. In the same area, they would like me to start um, the seeds, the vegetable seeds and the flower seeds for this year. Right. Um, That is not a good plan, I thought.
2: Oh Yes, no, it is a good time to start getting the vegetables and flowers, seeds going, but <clears throat> you want to isolate. If you've got an area in a greenhouse or in a growing area where you've got an infestation of aphids and white flies, you want to keep those plants completely separate from any new plants that you're starting. Now, so how, how,
9: how do they spread? You know, because an, I can isolate an area, mm-hmm. but there's a door that goes open and closed every time. Mm-hmm. So do aphids spread um,
2: yes. They, well, they aphids can grow wings. They don't always grow wings. If they're very, very happy and they've got lots of good food, then they'll just stay where they are. But if they feel like they're, the population is getting high and the food is getting scarce, they will just grow wings and move and find more plants. Whitefly always have wings and will happily fly around and uh, infest just about any plant that they feel like might want to just suck some juice out of both of these are insects that suck juice out of the plants. Yeah, so
9: time- they, um, so the, the, the seeds that I'm sowing I have to tackle with this problem with the uh but aphids and the white right flies—is that what you're saying? Yes? I
2: would try absolutely to eliminate yeah. the white. Now, there's a couple things you can do that would would obviously you know that aphids aren't that hard to kill. Uh, no. If is the other thing, I mean, if you're in a like a greenhouse or a growing situation where you've got yep. uh, warmth and and plants and all that, why not get a hold of some ladybugs? And introduce some ladybugs into that area wow. and they will eat up your aphids faster than you can say Bob's your uncle. Wow. So, so where do I buy ladybugs? <laughs> well, where I would go for ladybugs right now is a company called Natural Insect Control. So N I C okay. is the acronym. Natural, Natural Insect Control. NIC, N-I-C out of St. Catharines. They do mail order. They're in St. Catharines? They are. And they will uh, mail you some ladybug eggs, and you can get some ladybugs chowing down on those aphids pretty quick. Oh, that's neat. I
9: don't sell the regular ladybugs or the ones that they brought
2: in from Asia? No. They do not sell Asian ladybugs. They only sell native ladybugs. And they're excellent. They work very, very well. They'll control all kinds of insects Mm. on plants in in a controlled environment. I mean, you can do, obviously you can buy these and take them and put them out in the garden, but most people don't because then they fly away to the neighbor's house. But when you've got a controlled situation, then you'll it's great. There's a whole buffet for them, let them yep. go to town. Um, that would be probably your, your easiest, most efficient way to control those insects. Oh, well,
9: thank you so much. Okay, right.
1: thank you, Carla. Uh, okay, well come. have a happy
9: weekend. Thank Indeed. you. You too. Indeed.
1: You know, as we think of spring, I arrived this morning to read a little note that uh, Megan Chipman, one of our gals here, uh, posted mm-hmm. uh, about the morning show on Monday mm-hmm. is going to be broadcasting live and direct right from across the street at the Village Market. Great little spot. You and I hit yeah. there often for our brekkies. And Neil, uh, are they gonna be
2: outside or inside? I guess we're inside. Uh, uh, a little well, chilly outside. I don't know. It'd be know. more fun outside, though.
1: Yeah, it would be. Uh, well, anything fun, Neil would know how to do that. I because they have Hedley, a nice patio. Yeah. Jane Brown and Sam yeah. Houston, new addition to That's the uh, the right. Gang. So, and everybody's invited down.
2: Uh, free coffee. Yeah, how I, about that? I, I, there you go. And if it's a little cold, maybe there's some rum for the coffee. Well, now there
1: you go. <laughs> <laughs> Leave it to Charlie to think of that. All right, we've got to take a break here. <laughs> and come back in moments on The Garden Show from Zoomer Radio. <laughs>
0: change stations just because the weather changes garden tips and advice all year round this is the garden show
1: with charlie dobbin exclusively on zoomer radio Alrighty charlie off and running we go now to uh, elmville there's sylvia hey welcome to the show sylvia
8: hi thanks uh, for calling, taking my call Morning. um i want to ask about my lucky bamboo mm-hmm. um it's in a i bought it in the original pot so it's in a small pot it's getting taller huh I've had some dead leaves which I cut off. Yeah, um, it's the top of it is in uh, stone. Um, um, uh, yeah, stones. You know well, around, around the it. surface. Yep. Yeah. Um, I I don't know if the whole thing is in stones or not, or if there's sand, as, uh, dirt underneath or not. Um, when can I? Uh, transplant it without killing it. <laughs> <laughs> of course.
2: And actually, it's a good time to do it. Oh, um, in a bigger pot. Now, do I leave the original stones on top? Well, what I would do is two things. You do want to move it up just one pot size. Right. So is it in an actual pot right now, or is it more like a vase? No, it's in a pot. Okay, it's like plastic pot or ceramic? Uh,
8: it's or? in a... Uh,
2: um, A stone pot, actually. All right. And so there's no holes in the bottom of that? There's no drainage, right? No, no, there isn't. Right. So... What I would do is be prepared, to have a, a new pot to go into. The okay. new pot you're going to go into is only going to be at the most two inches larger than the one you've you're currently it's currently in. Okay, and, and that,
8: I should have drainage in there. That's I guess.
2: right. So it could be, it could be like a just a simple green plastic pot, or it could be a terracotta pot, which is obviously a, you know more a little more attractive, and all of them drain yeah. well.
8: Like a, a nice uh, stone pot, exactly. Yeah,
2: right. and then just have yourself get out some newspaper, take your your current existing. Uh, Lucky Bamboo, in its pot, lay it on its side, Uh and you might have to kind of bang, pat, bang lightly on the current pot to Uh loosen up what's going on inside. And then Uh gently, with your other hand... Pull the plant. It, it will eventually kind of you know, wiggle it around till it comes out of the existing container. At okay. that point, you're going to see what's going on. Is there okay. soil there? Is it stone all the way to the bottom? Right. Probably some soil there and stone just on the top.
8: Okay. So I just water it a little bit. It it really grow Like, I do Need see new shoots coming all mm-hmm. the time. Yeah, good. But it's, uh you know, I just uh, think it should be transplanted a little bit.
2: Well, and you'll probably find that there's an awful lot of roots down there, and that'll tell you that it is time to transplant. Transplant.
8: Yeah, exactly.
2: So, so once you've got it laid out on that newspaper, just separate the stones from the root ball. Right. Get your nice new fresh potting soil moistened up into the new pot. Get that that root ball into that new pot planting it so that the level it was growing at is the same it's going to be growing at and then if it's up to you if you want to put those stones back onto the surface oh, after so it you've got them in the place one way or no it's um, probably more decorative thing. than anything they're they're just there for decoration you
8: right um, they're tied around they're, like they there's a a string around or yeah. uh, do I keep that on on the bottom? I,
2: I would say probably not. I'm not oh. a big fan of bondage on plants. I think oh. that they have should be allowed to do their thing and not be tied up like little prisoners. Right. So, But I what mean, is
8: the a purpose of
2: them tied it's up? Again, probably decorative.
8: Oh, I, I thought. Oh, I see. Okay.
2: I mean, I could tell you for sure if you want to take a picture and send it to me, I could tell you for sure whether it actually had a purpose. But so often those things are just, you know, they're just to be... Stylish. I do see the
8: one uh, little um, stem. I guess Mm -hmm. it looks like it's starting to die. Okay. Uh, The round the rope around the string, whatever it is. There you go. Mm. Right. So maybe it is being. um, Yeah, I just noticed that. Yeah. So. Oh, uh, what kind of dirt?
2: Just any th- any like regular dirt? Yep. Well, not dirt, but potting soil. Of potting so, soil. Uh, I mean, yeah. Yes. So make sure it is. A, you buy some nice fresh, right. know, sterile potting soil. It'll typically be a soilless mix. There's mm-hmm. lots of them out there. Uh, it just depends what size bag you want, and all the stores have it now because right. we're at that time of year where we're thinking about transplanting.
1: So there mm. you are, Charlie is uh, the great emancipator. Uh, <laughs> let those flowers go on oh, oh, Exactly. <laughs> and what
8: about
2: um,
1: um,
8: what do you call it? Um, fertilizer. That's it. Uh, let no it,
2: well, let it settle in. Once we, when we transplant, there's often a little nutrient charge in the new potting soil. So let it settle in. Give it about a month, oh, and okay. then get into regular fertilizing once a month after that. Okay. Oh, just
8: regular fertilizer. Yeah, okay. Yeah. Okay, thank
2: you very much. Thank You're welcome. You right. bye bye. Yeah, Sophia's uh, good, uh, eh? Well, oh, how many questions do you think she just? Well, asked she there? she slid. The, <laughs> she was
1: so <laughs> were smooth. You I couldn't. I was going. Ah, <laughs> uh, the it
2: started with Patrolman one. Proctor and it, failed miserably. She, she got about thirty <laughs> questions in there. I tell you, uh, you were like well, asleep at the wheel on nah, that. One.
1: Well, I wasn't. I was trying to <laughs> trying to get in there. It's a uh, four fifty nine. Uh, pardon me, nine nine forty nine. That means we. What uh, day is it today? Uh, exactly. We're coming up again. Uh, our final break And on the other side of that We'll say hi to two uh, first time callers Here on the Garden Show From Zoomer Radio
0: Fur and feathers and bugs of all size There's more going on in the garden Than you realize Should small creatures become a big problem Then you've got the Garden Show With Charlie Dobbin Exclusively on Zoomer Radio
1: Thank you Paul Stringer Hey <laughs> let's give a ring of the bell here to Carol no. in Barry. Hi Carol welcome to the show
9: Hi, thank you very much. Love your show. Thank you. I just have a couple of quick questions. What, one quick question, plastic actually. bag I purchased uh-huh. Decentra. It's Bleeding Heart. Yes. And I wonder if I should can put them straight into the ground when the time comes or whether I should pot them now.
2: Are they showing any sign of growth in the bag? I don't think so. Uh, I can't see. It's not a clear bag. Oh, uh, okay. Where'd you buy It's all the... in peat moss. Like, you know what right. I mean? Yes, yes. Uh, all right. So, where did you buy that from? I bought it from um Canadian Tire I think. Okay. So what I would do is yes, it's a dormant root and if you yes. can keep that dormant root dormant, you have uh-huh. no issues leaving it in the bag. The only oh, way you're going to keep it dormant though is by keeping it cool. If yes, you bring it's it cool in, and dark. Okay. Perfect. So cool as, yeah, even like refrigerator temperature or above, it can be anywhere between sort of five degrees all the way up to about, well, Celsius up to, you know, 10 or thereabouts, 15. Soon as we're up into the 20s, though, or the 70s, it will start growing in that bag and you'll have to get it potted up.
9: Oh, then I put it in the fridge then.
2: Yeah, okay. okay.
9: <laughs> now, one more quick Carol, question.
1: Carol, I know you I like getting there. Carol, hold on, hold on. The rules of the show are one question per call. I'm going to have my Patrolman Proctor badge, badge ripped right off my chest here. So I'm going to ask you, if you will, just give a call. Hang back. up, give a call right away to one eight six six 740 4740, where you've called in. And I think you're going to be able to get back in on the show with that one question question. Oh my like, okay. Wow. They're testing me this morning, Charlie. Uh, they uh-huh. are. Yeah. Boy,
2: you're really gonna no. get a whip or something. You gotta maybe a taser eyes, uh, something yeah, you can like exactly. get their attention. Hey Nancy in <laughs> Bayfield, welcome to the show. Good morning. Hi Nancy.
7: Hi, good morning. I'll be quick. No um, worries. I brought up my geraniums Um, About two weeks ago from the basement, potted them, Uh and they're not doing anything. I just wondered, is it too early to see something? Should I cut off the hard stem, the original, um, where they grew from? It's really hard and sort of rough.
2: Should I that's, cut that off. Yeah, that's not going to grow. So what? So tell me what you did. You took the entire geranium and geraniums last fall yeah. and took them down yeah. into the basement, and they've just yeah. been in paper bags down there. Or
7: exactly, I cut them back mm-hmm. and um, I shook the soil mm-hmm. and and so they've been in a pot for two weeks. I did water them once. They're not in the sun.
2: Okay, so okay, so you're right. it is a bit of a challenge because you've had them dormant all winter. And, right. And as you point out, it's quite old, almost barky growth, almost like woody, shrub-type yeah, growth. exactly. So what we try and do now is do get them into the sun.
7: Okay. Uh, be
2: careful around the watering. You're right. You've got to be careful that you don't overwater, but on the other hand, you've got to make sure that they are hydrated. Right. And what's going to happen is that you should see some very small green shoots will start to shoot off of those existing uh, old, woody bits of stem. Right. And it's those okay, little good. shoots that you're going to want to then remove and start up as cuttings. Oh, uh, okay. Or, or you might just say, no, 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 it looks okay. I'm going to just grow it as it's growing now. But it does okay. need sun to get, to get that growth happening, to encourage that waking up process. Because exactly. like I said, the dark basement, it, it went to sleep, and now you got to wake it up. Okay. 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 Even, well, even some, t- you know, cutting back the tips a little bit more from where you last cut them in the fall will right. often promote uh, some okay, bud break. Okay,
7: good. All right. Thank you so much. You're very thank welcome. Thank you, Nancy. Okay, thanks bye. for calling.
2: Bye
1: bye. Bye-bye. Have bye. a great weekend and thank you for calling us here on the uh, Garden Show. We've got time for one more caller, I do believe, and it is another first time caller. Wow, Carla, this is record breaking. I think so. <laughs> Carla and Barry, welcome to the show.
7: Hello there. Good morning. Yes. um, I have a cactus that's in a pot about uh, 10 inches deep, probably too big, too deep, and then it's probably about um, 10 or 11 inches across. This cactus is at least 15 years old. Mm. It's got all kinds of little uh, female babies uh, sprouting up. Like the, the entire pot is full of cacti. Oh, sure. And, um... Instead of being totally green from top to bottom, and I should say that the cactus has about about 11 or 12, um, let's call them ribs okay. yep. on it, so yep. I don't know what the variety is, but at least getting halfway up, the cactus is getting brown and scaly on almost all except the brand new babies, mm-hmm. and um, I mean, this has been going on for several months now, mm-hmm. and uh, I just don't is that a, a problem?
2: Oh, yes. Should I repot it? What's the Uh repotting's not going to solve that problem. Um, you, yeah, you that is a problem and you may lose the the main mother cactus as a result. It is happening because Typically, it's happening because of either too much water, too high of humidity, too low of temperature. There's different uh, environmental conditions that cacti thrive in and others that they start to show stress. And the result ends up with dark patches and some sort of odd growths. What I would do is save the babies. So it might be a question of getting yourself a bunch of little clay pots. Okay. Like sort of as small as you can, getting some cactus type soil fill up those pots with the cactus soil and get in there with a razor blade or a sharp little knife and sever those babies from the mother. Okay. Separate those out, get them onto sunny window ledges, water once a month or every six months. You know, they just don't water very often. Yeah. And then with the mother plant, it's going to take a little more uh, effort to try and figure out what to do. It's not like we treat them, cacti, with sprays, fungicides, any of that sort of thing. What we try and do is just provide the environment that they're going to thrive So, if you'd like, can you take a photograph and email it to me? I will
1: try my best. All right. All right. I'll give you the uh, address where you can or, get that. Or you
2: don't even yeah. have to email. You could just mail it if you if you took okay. like, a printed photo. But either way, I, I can be yeah. contacted. Always better to do true um, medical um, diagnoses with yes. a photograph in front right. of me. <laughs> okay. So we'll just give you that email address and the mailing address for anybody who's interested and wants to send anything in.
1: Okay. 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 Thank, Thank you. you. Thank you. Thank you so much, Carla. All righty. Let me give the uh, email or you give the regular address, okay? Okay. To reach Charlie here at Zoomer Radio, it is is C dot Dobbin, Dobbin, at Mzmedia.com. And the address?
2: The mailing address for those of you do using postage stamps and that sort of thing is obviously to me at AM740. The address here is 770 Jefferson Avenue. Jefferson Avenue, Toronto, M6K1Y4.
1: Wow, look at that time. We're we got thirty seconds left to say goodbye.
2: So what's going on? You we're going uh, to Hyde Park going, to well, catch some sunshine and You
1: and some bread. I'm starved this morning. Well, I am That suffered.
2: explains why and you, you couldn't paying. keep on top you of those callers. I know. <laughs> and you're getting dry toast <laughs> since I'm bang. <paying. laughs> oh. <laughs> and you're back this afternoon, yeah, of course.
1: I am. Good. And invite everybody to come back and hang out with me, okay? There
2: you go, you have fun and I'm not back this afternoon. I got other things to do. So. <laughs> I will see you all again next week.
0: This has been an exclusive podcast of The Garden Show with Charlie Dobbin. Heard every Saturday morning at 9 on Zoomer Radio, the new AM 740. This has been an exclusive podcast of The Garden Show with Charlie Dobbin. Heard every Saturday morning at 9 on Zoomer Radio, the new AM 740.